maybe you, but for us, <laughs> it's really hot. It's been like cold for us the past like, week. So. Well, the boys were getting up a lot last night because it was so dang hot. So it was that's kind of what stopped it. And I had to get up early this morning, so I couldn't watch till too late. And I was just like, oh crap! I really thought I could get all of this, all this in. Yeah, I uh, smashed and I watched Megan the day before yesterday, I think. And then I smashed and hard-boiled and my cousin Vinny last night. And then watched True Stories last since I've seen it like a million times. And it was my pick. <laughs> so yeah, of- <laughs> it's more of like a, more of a refresher watch. Mm. Like... That way, if I didn't get to it, I wouldn't have felt like so bad because I've seen it so many times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like, I kind of like. Well, well, I, I, I didn't. Well, I have seen Hardwell before, but I kind of like the idea that, uh, that, uh, that we both, that we all chose a film that neither of us have seen before. But wait, that doesn't work either because you said you, you've seen My Cousin Vinny before. I've seen My Cousin... Yeah. I hadn't seen it since high school, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that that's good, though. So, <laughs> so it's it, been a hot minute. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> still applies then. <laughs> like, I'll probably talk a little bit about that mm. because me and my friends had, like, a handful of movies that we had on rotation. Mm. And uh, My Cousin Vinny was one of them. Well, I've never yeah. seen My so. Cousin Vinny, but we're talking about the wrong movies at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of a perfect segue because uh, because Bloomhouse <laughs> is um, is like the <laughs> is the budget. Also, <laughs> I don't I don't know if you're like you're you're um, aware or not, but your mic is picking up all your. Kids. Oh yeah, no, I sorry everybody. I'm sorry is uh, unavoidable at the moment. So <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Okay, I just I just didn't know if like. You were aware no, of that. Yeah, yeah. so. It kind of sounds like you're in at a zoo almost. So. <laughs> yeah, I do get a bunch of monkeys in the back. So, <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, best, no, this sounds like a good <laughs> good place to start it off as anything, I guess. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, welcome to another episode of Critically Masochist. Uh, no, <laughs> I <laughs> fucked it up again. Critically Optimistic's new impressions. That's um, the, the the episodes where we talk about new upcoming films that have come out recently. I am your host, Janko, and joining me are our lovable co-hosts, uh, Maggie and Mac. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hey. Hello. Sorry, I had to do something in the back. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> and uh, the film we have in store for today is um, Megan, uh, that recently came out in january and uh it's been uh quite a talking point point recently it's a new release by Bloomhouse, and uh so the premise is uh a, a brilliant Robotis? a brilliant toy company robo roboticist uses artificial intelligence to develop megan which is also f- stands for model free generative android uh convoluted name <laughs> And um, it, it is basically a real like real life, uh, lifelike doll programmed to emotionally bond with her newly orphaned niece. Uh, but when the doll's program works too well, she becomes overprotective of her new friend with terrifying results. Yeah, w- what did you all think of Megan? 
or mfriggen? Um, it suffered because it was PG-13. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> the thing about it for me, like, I was like, okay, this could work. This might be okay. And then once, like, every kill was obscured, except for maybe, like, some kid getting his ear ripped off, mm. it was, it really lost, lost me. Because I thought it could have been really good had it been maybe like rated R and they showed the kills because some of them would have been really cool to see. Mm, I agree. But um, the the PG thirteen rating was definitely a major hindrance in my enjoyment. Yeah, mine mine as well. I I agree <laughs> oh, with yeah. that uh, sentiment. Um, but yeah, there's. I mean, we should probably talk about it right away because then we can just reference back to it. Jango, do you want to talk about the fact that I? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, made a prediction yeah, before I, I, was... I started watching this film. Well, I'm, you, you absolutely I made did. It... Uh, well, well, you, yeah, you sent me a message stating that, okay, I need to write this down right away because I feel that I already know this plot the first minute into this film. And I am impressed at how accurate you were. Do with you want to <laughs> read it? Because I don't even remember because, what I wrote now. Yeah, well, first you wrote, yeah, so what you predicted was a girl who loses her parents becomes emotionally attached to Megan, and that's made by the, care, the caregiver she's appointed to. Um, the robot is perfect and does exactly what it needs to be as emotional support. As a robot learns and tries to calculate death into the, its AI learning, it takes it upon itself to kill those around her partner child, being in order to keep her safe. Uh, because of this cold neck, Me mechanical learning the robot puts her in a dangerous situation where it can rationalize the killing its creators right and you also predicted the order of these kills first you said <laughs> the first thing that will die will be an animal and uh, that was the dog <laughs> next is the neighbor and also you wrote uh, a friend of the girls well, a friend i got that wrong really a friend but it was it still, was a different child but still was an acquaintance yeah. of the girl and so but the order was a bit wrong there. Uh, the child died first, and then it was the neighbor. And then, of course, the, the robot goes after the creator. <laughs> and um, I, I, I love the fact that you were spot on with that. Uh, like, <laughs> and um, I mean, to be fair, it was kind it was super of predictable. predictable yeah. But <laughs> keep in mind, I did make this prediction like yeah. while they were driving down that oh, snowy yeah. road before they even got in the car crash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Also, you also you also wrote while the creator and the girl escape, the robot there will be a moment where the the film reminds you that it is only the prototype, and they are now being mass produced and shipping to people soon, <laughs> <laughs> and that it is connection to Chucky. Yeah, I happen, still say that that's going to happen eventually. <laughs> is that it's going to tie back to Chucky? Yeah, there's already a sequel yeah, listed. Megan on too. Is there? Oh it. no. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, I I mean what. Yeah, but I mean, they're missing out on a cool, convoluted lead speak title, right? Like Meg. Oh, like, I get what you're saying. Just like putting how, more how, <laughs> more yeah. numbers into like, the title. To me, to Gan. I mean, they like, could. <laughs> to Megan. To Megan for you. Okay, right. Yeah, to Megan. <laughs> and then they just, when the third yeah. one comes around, but, uh, they just no. keep the title the same way. They'll be like, well, the three's been there yeah. the whole time. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's true. Oh but I, I feel I feel you deserve a reward for that. Um, that I'm I'm disappointed with myself though. Uh, I'm disappointed in myself film. because. Um, yeah. Well, I wanted the last part to come true. I wanted it, the mass production of Megan's to be shown because here's mm. the thing that kind of disappoints me, <laughs> and um, we are going to spoil this film because I think it's yeah. just more fun to do it. It's not the best film in the world. It's yeah. fine, but like um, like Maggie says, it's it's ruined by the fact that it's limited to a pg-13 rating and i have no idea why they chose that that's yeah no i don't probably um probably trying to go off the backs of like the popularity of annabelle maybe like the killer doll kind of kind of shit um probably trying you know i've noticed like um was it like james wan did this isn't he like responsible for like insidious and like some of those other movies and stuff or, or is that someone else? Am I remembering incorrectly? Because those are all like PG-13 horror movies. Let's see. Yeah, that's James Wan. Um, so it makes sense that it's PG-13 because he has put out PG-13 horror films before. Yeah. Um, Although there are... But he has put out R ones as well. Mm. Like, um, what, Malignant being one of the more recent ones? But also, there are he did that. there are good examples of PG thirteen horror films done uh, well. Though you have that uh, uh, that uh, zombie film with Brad Pitt. Uh, I forgot the name of that. Um, World War Z. Yeah, that's PG thirteen. Yeah. I've never I seen it. I, <laughs> I don't know if it is. Yeah, I don't I know, we know if it, I'd advocate that's it. the good example. I I don't. I I watched it <laughs> oh, before. And I don't remember film. anything about it. Oh. I know it ends in like oh, Iraq or a, something a like good, that. Yeah, mm. <clears throat> kind of yeah. it was like just the only. Anyways, it was it was just the first uh, like PG thirteen horror film that came on the top of my head. But but there have been the... good successful PG thirteen films that have made it better than this uh, as that than this in recent years i really disagree with that like mm. i can think of 80s horror movies that i love that are rated pg oh yeah um although like like poltergeist for example that's pg jaws is pg yeah uh, that was 70s though yeah the rating um, system was a bit different mm. back then gremlins too i mean so you, I can think of ones that are lower rating that are great, but like they wouldn't be that like in like today's time. Yeah, no. They they could be potentially PG thirteen, I think, but uh, yeah, I can't think of any yeah. recent ones that that would be <laughs> that are any good because like the only yeah. ones that come to mind are like what I think like what Paranormal Activity and Insidious, yeah. maybe Annabelle, and those are all in my opinion. I think they're all shit. <laughs> yeah i have um, no i have no knowledge on those films at all um so i, I can't <laughs> say say anything about that but I, i'll take your word for it because <laughs> they do it it does seem like um those are all produced by blumhouse blue mouse as well aren't they um i'm not completely sure um i kind of tapped out pretty quickly mm. but i like i said i do know yeah okay insidious is blumhouse yeah, okay. i i looked it up um but but again, it's James Wan. Yeah, can doing them. Yeah, he has a um, he has a hand in all these films. Like it's like a universe he created. Yeah, essentially. Oh oh yeah. But 
Mm. I heard rumors of people talking about there might be like an R-rated uh, cut. Was that, that's not going to save the like movie. Like, I think movies? it didn't help the movie, but it's not going to save the movie either. I don't... Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think it's going to save it, but mm. it would be interesting, like, especially if they show the kills. Like, yeah, that would probably that, that would have been make much me enjoy better. it a little bit more. More kills in because general, I really, too, right? I really wanted to see that scene, like, after she was, like, dancing down the hall and yeah. she ripped up the paper cutter. I wanted to see that. Yeah. It, you know? It really annoys me that that is the... That is my favorite scene of the entire movie. But it, it, right. it plays so short that you don't get a moment of to like to let it sink in. <laughs> you have that song that plays and it, it's like it builds up the the awesomeness. And then she kills those mm-hmm. two guys and then it's over. Off off camera. Well there's the camera, there's the yeah. thing where <laughs> a lot of films have been showing the more and not doing the less. But this film has kind of gone on the whole scale of like, well, let's just mm. do the more as less. But they're they're definitely doing less. And it's like no one's really getting the message. And when I say yeah. no one, I mean like people who are making films now these days. It's it seems like it was really easy <laughs> to get that formula down pat back then. When it's like, okay, like uh, Texas Chainsaw. Mm. It's like, you're showing the right amount. And this is, it's enough to make me scared of what's going to come. And then when it does come, it's like, okay, that's pretty crazy. And it's enough for me to enjoy it, right? But this one, it's just like, I didn't, we don't see, we get implications of what happened. But nothing's scary enough to really make you feel any fear. It's it's kind of a weird mismatch of like, no. I don't really feel anything with Megan. I don't think she's particularly creepy. And the story no, doesn't really no, hype you up for anything that's supernatural or it's, yeah, it's super it's generic. It's a very generically yeah. predictable story. Yeah, and also bo- both yeah. both the aunt and, uh, and the niece they're both so uninteresting too that, that you don't really care about what happens because they are all the most typical uh like trauma characters you can have in a film uh like, like it, it's all the common tropes yeah. and uh, now i i was very impressed by the little girl who actually played megan okay yeah like because you know, I knew it was like an actual person and like the costume, but I think mm. it was like what an eight-year-old girl or something. Yeah, I think there were and to two me, girls that was that voiced very. Uh, yeah, no, in the not, costume. Well, someone did her voice, but there was a girl. So, in the costume. oh right, that make that makes sense. The yeah. girl that, in the costume was Amy Donald. The and the reason I know costume. this is because my wife asked what I thought. She didn't watch the movie with me, but she asked, "What did I think of the girl who was doing Megan?" And I said, "Yeah, she's good." Mm. And she asked because she's a thirteen-year-old Kiwi actress, so she's from New Zealand. This movie is completely filmed in New Zealand. I didn't realize at the time, but there's hints that I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. And not to mention, so uh, the director, um, what's his name? Gerald Johnstone. He is uh, Kiwi as well. So he is a New Zealander. Yeah, it is. But I mean, it's hard to really tell that now these days because they always try to make it American, which is the smart thing to do. You. When you make a movie and it's this is really really dumb, you want to make sure that your movie is not too foreign, or else it's not going to do as well. And this is uh, this is not me saying this. Yeah. This is literally other people in the industry saying this. They they hire hi, other no. There are companies that literally hire know. during I've filming some... to make sure you're not making it too foreign. 
It's yeah, it's really weird. But sometimes it depends on what That's movie weird, you're making yeah. because if it's too foreign then it won't do well overseas and that's where like obviously you got to make money so um uh my point was we're gonna get a lot of this with new zealand because right now there's a tax break i believe with filming in new zealand so there's gonna be a heck of a lot of movies and stuff filmed Uh, in new zealand at the moment which is pretty cool so it's kind of like new like like kind of like the Italian spaghetti western so of the 70s and all the the that that in Italy it was cheap to make films so that's why you have a lot of Italian films from the 70s so it kind of sounds similar to to that that uh, New Zealand is getting this mm. this golden age in filming i guess like kind of <laughs> like a too, gold rush and, and <laughs> in this this is my prediction for like the sequel of the movie okay yeah go ahead like in the second one um, they had that little sleazy guy who stole all the file information yeah, that's right. yeah. about well, Megan. I, I bet you that's you know, going to be the basis of the plot. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought it up because is whatever is done I, with that so information. Right. What I thought, I got really excited because I made that prediction of like that we're going to see that mass production of Megan's, right? And then when we had that scene of him stealing the information and you could tell he's like mm-hmm. already in the process of selling it because it, it I think it said like file transferred or something like that. So you're like, well, where'd it go? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was like, oh man, I predicted yeah. this so well. And then they didn't do it at the end. I was like, what the hell? And it almost kind of made the scene pointless because it's like, well then what the hell was he doing with it? You know, like that should conclude within the film and then let us look forward to the fact that it's like, oh, okay, this is where we're going for the next one. But they didn't do that. And I, I think you're right, uh, Maggie. I think, that's probably what's going to happen is something with, I'm going to make another prediction right now, right now. Let's, let's see if I get it right. What's going to happen is you saw the AI uh, <laughs> machine, like the little Alexa clone and it looks and you're like, immediately you're like somehow Megan's in that. What I think is going to happen is another Megan's going to come out. No yeah. bugs. I mean, it's going to be completely steamrolled. Uh, they're going to make a point to say, like, no accidents are going to happen with this one. It's completely 100% fail-proof. And what's going to happen is the girl's going to have be forced to work on one, even though she's going to deal with a lot of trauma of, like, getting through actually having to work on this big project. She brings it home, and then the uh, AI system puts itself back on to Megan we get uh, her hiding the fact that she's in there just so she can get back. I don't know what her goal would be. I guess maybe the same thing. That sounds maybe too complicated. No, I, for, this is what's, for the sequel. this is exactly what's going <laughs> to happen. Because what I got from the movie was the reason she, her AI fucked up is because the dog attacked her. Because she was fine oh. up until she went to get the arrow and the dog like bit bit the android's head and like shook it around and like that's to me was what happened and why the ai went wrong ah. was damage happening to it but the dogs okay to be on the okay. realistic side though the dog wouldn't have been able to do any damage because the skeletons made know, of like realistically but this is film logic i think right? i think that's what it implied to me but before we had all that though we had the death scene where she's like, "What? What's death?" And they're like, "Well, it's this and this." And she's like, "But what?" And then she started asking, or making all those AI like assumptions, like, "Well, fuck, that doesn't seem so bad. I don't understand what you're complaining about." And they're like, "No, it's bad." And she's like, "Well, 
you know what? Let me be the judge of that. That's when I think she went <laughs> a little bit crazy. She's like, mm. says you, mm. you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's my prediction for the next movie. And the I th- so when you said uh, you got to give props to the little girl, I thought you were going to say the girl, like the actual little girl. So uh, her name's Violet McGraw. Um I mean, she did good too, but oh, I, I mean, just the movements alone that the person, made, the girl playing yeah. Megan had to do, the movements, the gestures, yeah. everything, that's really impressive for a child. Honestly, she should have played both roles. That. That's what I think. That would have been That cool. would have been great. That would have been Because cool. I didn't like that. I didn't like Violet. I'm yeah. sorry, Violet, if you ever listen to our show for some mm. freaking reason, but I, I think you kind of sucked <laughs> in the movie, so just saying. Yeah. I, I wasn't too fond of either uh, Allison or Violet. Um, the main characters. Yeah, the main characters. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I thought they. Yeah, there was. I I did not enjoy their performances that much. Like, you have that scene when the psychiatrist visits and she's like very stressed that she has to open the box of <laughs> of Collect- the collectibles the ball toy, and. And like she just stabs into the box, like it's <laughs> yeah. It's, she, she could open, open it nicely and like way without yeah. Damaging the that box. was that pissed me <laughs> off too. Another thing that really pissed me off during that scene is it's like she kept looking at her funny, and I'm just thinking in my head, if you just explain your job and yeah. like your passion, I'm pretty sure she'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know, it's like why are you acting <laughs> yeah. so hysterical? It's really bizarre. Like, I understand that you lost yeah. your sister, yeah. but in the same sense, it's like, <laughs> you've seen fine till now, so I don't know. <laughs> also, I, I find it very weird that Ronnie Chang got uh, casted into this film. Um, like, he's a stand-up comedian. Uh, like, uh, he's, he's he was the, the, the boss of the yeah. main character. Yeah. yeah. The one and who would have had the like, coolest kill scene in the movie. Yeah, exactly. But like he, it's so weird to see him in this context because he he did all right. He did a decent role, but but when when you just see us when you familiarize him with the stand up he does, it's just so bizarre to seeing in him in this context. <laughs> um, I think yeah, I think he was fine. I, I guess I I didn't know. Yeah, he was okay. A lot of this film is just okay. Actually, that's my biggest conclusion. Is like I didn't hate it, but it's yeah, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great no. either. It just kind of is. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it 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 kind of kind of feels like it it held back way too much, like um, because it wanted it all to play safe. Uh, so that's why you have little deaths. That's why you have so much. Uh, so much bonding with the girl and well, Megan, where it just becomes got, a <laughs> melodramatic. I gotta ask film. though, have you guys seen <laughs> but, uh, Housebound, his other film? Yes, I have seen Housebound. No, is that rated like what's the like? How is that? Is that more gruesome? Is that? I think um, I can tell you what it's rated here. Um, I believe it's rated R here. I could be wrong. Um, let me see. But yeah, I've seen Housebound a couple of times. No, more than once. Where would the rating be? Um, it says it's not rated, so I guess it falls in like the unrated category. Oh, okay. 
Um, but I think that movie is actually really funny um, because it really plays with, with your mind, but in like a comical oh, way. Okay. Just like the way she reacts. Have you no. seen it? Or do you just I know, just know I just know that's his other oh. film. I have not seen it. I see that as comedy horror. No, I didn't know it was a comedy. Yeah, like it's it's very like overly melodramatic, but also very New Zealand. Oh, okay. Um, so you would probably find more out, you know, get more out of it than like I do or your wife mm. would, um, because it, it's obviously New Zealand. Everyone's Kiwi. Like the police are very, like what I would imagine, like over there. So it's it you should. Just well, the, the biggest thing that made me go like, oh, was this filmed in New Zealand uh, with Megan was the, the cop was the biggest one. He seemed Mori. And I was like, man, that guy really seems Mori. And then when they were in the forest, there's a specific tree that I think may grow other places in the world, but I've only ever seen it in New Zealand. Um, but you know that spiky fruit thing that the bully crushes into the girl's hand okay yeah. those those aren't all over the place here in new zealand but there's literally one like a couple blocks away from me as we speak it's over at a park and i've only ever seen them here they're poisonous by the way so don't eat them but i've never seen those before so but that, I was like, that's what made me go like what oh is. what the hell those are in new zealand and i thought like well, maybe they're in america I, I never thought about it and that that was basically it but yeah and then when my wife said, like, oh, no, this is definitely filmed in New Zealand, I was like, oh, everything makes more sense now. <laughs> I, uh, I, totally, <laughs> I totally lost it, by the way, during, during that moment when she ran on all four <laughs> towards that kid. <laughs> I actually, like, like <laughs> I, I looked up, like, behind-the-scenes footage of it because I wanted to see, like, the makeup mm. process of turning her into the doll, basically. And I didn't find oh, yeah. that. But I did find, like, a video... Um, where they were talking about her, and they actually showed that scene where she like like the behind the scenes of where she's like on her back, and then she like rises up, and that was done mm. with like wire work and everything when they they pulled her up, and I thought that was really neat to see, but it really looked like I think they legitimately had her on all fours like running because <laughs> they showed that too. <laughs> um, but um, it's like the least. <laughs> The least scariest moment in a horror film ever. It's <laughs> like a little girl running on all fours going towards you on like max speed. <laughs> well, I mean, they kind of had a scene a little bit like that in the original Exorcist, or they put it in the well, the, yeah, the version they, yeah, they that did. they released in like the 2000s where they That's, put in the deleted footage again. That's true. Where she crawls yeah, down the stairs backwards to, and then. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. They did try to make her very. Linda Blair-esque in The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I thought that was pretty cool um, at some places. Like, this film has a lot of cool moments. Uh, like, for instance, the exoskeleton of Megan looks really cool when it hangs there with just uh, the exposed skeleton. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned, the hallway scene. But it just there's just so little of the cool stuff where uh, I just feel bored with the entire film. Right. <laughs> because it, it lacks so much interesting stuff that that this movie could have done so much i better. well should we talk about the sort of cgi face so that's the biggest thing with this film is megan's body is well it's an actor uh done with makeup and 
prosthetics and stuff like that. But the face is all CGI. Do you guys, how did you feel about that? Because it kind of gave me vibes of like um, uh, that. Oh, are you thinking of a little? No, well, yeah, a little bit like that. Um, no. I was also thinking yeah. about the Robert De Niro film, The Irishman. Oh. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I thought it was a good balance between practical and CGI. Like, um, like they didn't go like all in one direction. They used a combination. Mm. And usually I find when people kind of mesh them two together to kind of benefit one another, it works mm-hmm. a lot better for me mm-hmm. visually as opposed to something yeah. being completely CGI. Yeah, um, I think I liked it as it well, good... too. I, uh, some parts, like, it was quite obvious. It was like, oh, this is CGI. It looked nice, but it it was blatant. Yeah. Like, this is not a, a prosthetic or anything. But it worked in the context of the fact that it's this mm-hmm. doll, this weird doll. Like, it wasn't overly cartoony or, or anything. I think my biggest thing with this film is, like we've said, it's just okay. And I think when we review it, we're going to come to that same conclusion of like, well, it's just, it's just okay. But <laughs> Yeah, but also, like, oh, they're all assholes. Like, all the characters are assholes. <laughs> like, Neighbor is not a good person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. Actually, I never thought about that. All the characters, even the little girl's kind of an yeah. asshole. Like, no, well, she, yeah. her parents die, and we got to give her credit on that. You can kind of be an asshole when your parents die, but... Yeah, yeah she's got, she's yeah. got trauma. <laughs> she, she gets the asshole past. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, her parents were assholes, too. So, <laughs> they were. Then the short amount of time that you saw them, they definitely... And then, were. like, that, that girl's sister yeah. dies, and she doesn't, she doesn't seem phased at all. And there's a point in the movie where she's no. like, oh, well, that, that was my sister. I should be more... I, I can't remember. But regardless, you're just like, I don't... Why? Why are you guys like this? You're right, Janko. You're very, you're very yeah. right. But that's what this film like uh, lacks, is the fact that none of the characters are likable. Um, there's no personality yeah. to this film. It's for what it is with a very predictable uh, story and a predictable like course of action... It's like dry yeah, it really is. Yeah, and the yeah. thing is too, it's like you see Megan, and maybe to some younger audiences, which is why I think they tried to target to this. This seems like, oh wow, this is a new idea with AI being on the verge and everything like that. Like, yeah, mm. this is new, but this isn't new. We've yeah. we've seen it's this not. a bunch of times, and no. the problem with it, we've seen it yeah, done that's better. the problem. Is is we've seen it done better, and this. Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen it done in chopping mall. <laughs> this mean, adds <laughs> nothing to the table of like the table that it's trying to sit at. You think like, well, Chucky's bringing this. Chucky's bringing this. It's a big giant potluck or it's a hot pot, whatever the fuck makes you feel better. And then Megan comes along, and you're like, damn, she's gonna bring that fucking futuristic meat. I'm so excited. She sits down, and she's it's like, I got some peas, I guess. And you're like, what? The hell, Megan? This doesn't work. You need something. Let me sing a bulletproof fast <laughs> or titanium or whatever this yeah. song is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shit, this, this, uh, was that? Isn't that like a Sia song? Isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it circles around the Sia again for you. I was really weird when she's uh, like I I th- <laughs> I was thinking about when I what I sing to my boys. I sing them lullabies. I don't go to my son's room and go. I'm bulletproof. <laughs> I don't. It's just the weirdest thing. I get 
I get it I makes mean, sense, like to the context of the sort of because she was there I mean, before yeah, that. They were talking about like I'm gonna be here to protect you. You don't have to worry about anything, right? Um, but yeah. it still doesn't. It's like it's just weird. It's really weird. And maybe I kind of come to the fact though, and you guys have to come to this fact too. We're old, and this might not be well, targeted yeah. for us. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. it's not for it, us. Yeah, I true. think it, I think it's for you know the the preteens mm-hmm. of now. But I mean that that's no Much like the new craft was. That's no too. excuse though. I don't know if y'all what saw was that. the movie. Sorry, the new craft, the sequel. I, I forgot the full title, but it was. I watched it and it was very much aimed at like teenagers oh. and preteens now, like not not like people oh. who are my age who watched it when it came out the original one yeah and really connected to it it was trying very hard to connect to the youth of today yeah i think i think the films today like lack uh the typical gothness the emo-ness of, <laughs> of youth <laughs> um i i did love uh was it bruce uh the name yeah. of that uh, mm-hmm. big robot yep that was that was my favorite moment of the film. I, I love Bruce. He he seemed nice, and I hope in the sequel that he gets his own AI and he turns out to be the the friendly robot, <laughs> and he saves the day because oh because the, the like the real Megan has gone so berserk, so out of mind that uh, there is no hope. So the, the what was the aunt's name? Uh, Gemma. She creates this all-powerful anti-Megan AI <laughs> and implements it into Bruce, so that there is like this massive well, fight. At the now end. I know you're not getting this <laughs> prediction. Victor takes because that is too creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. I think uh, that robot. The thing I kept thinking the whole time, and it might have ruined it just for me, but I just kept thinking, like, man, that's just dog from Half Life Two. I kept thinking about Chappie I mean, for some reason, it, even though oh, I hated Chappie that movie. Sucks. I was like, why does it look like the Chappie does suck? But I was like, mm, I have not seen it. Well, count yourself here's, lucky. Here's the real question, so. though. Would you rather watch Chappie or Megan? Megan? Yeah, I think that's an easy uh, one. I no. think I'd choose Megan as well. <laughs> yeah. At least I'm not going around downloading my brain onto a PlayStation oh. 3. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I can, I can see the dog connection. Like, uh, I that that was something I saw as well, and um, I, I like I also liked the fact that uh, in the end it was just uh, a primitive robot that defeated her, so it wasn't like the latest of technology. It was uh, the last mm-hmm. gen that beat her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to say about Megan? Or should we just give her ratings? There's just just only one thing. Um, again, with the hallway scene. That song that plays during that scene has no right to be as awesome as it is. <laughs> and that scene has no right to be as awesome as it is. And since I watched Megan, I just have that song stuck in my head. We uh, what's Walk the Night by the Scat Brothers. Oh. Man, that, uh, that's such a cool song. And um, damn it, Megan, for making a cool scene, but, but messing it up all yeah. the way. <laughs> uh, it could have been a cool scene. Yeah. It was halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> it was. They had all the the, the right formula. <laughs> but if oh. they do release an R-rated cut, I will give it a shot and see if my feelings 
change towards mm-hmm. the movie. And if they do release an um, R-rated cut, I will ask you if it changed. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll let you know in either way, probably. Well, what do you want to rate this, Maggie? I gave it a 3.5. What about you, Janko? Um, I'm giving it a two. Like uh, at, at at first impression, uh, it is better than I initially thought. But it is still at the end of the day, it's still a cookie cutter, uh, primitive story, and as a, a a type of film you've seen many times before. Uh, nothing really new, nothing special, and uh, yeah, it's just a bittersweet feeling afterwards where there's nothing new to grasp from this. Uh, so it's a perfectly okay film, but mm-hmm. nothing more than that. So two is a, is a perfectly yeah. Okay. Um, actually, that's exactly what I'm giving it as well. Too uh, two is the go-to for me uh, with this movie. I don't think it's a terrible film, um, and it hits a lot of its film, you know, like marks. Like if I was a teacher, <clears throat> I'd give this like good passing marks because it's like, well, you made a movie, but it's missing the other things that you need from making movies for a while like you need to learn your style you need to learn how to add personality like there's there's a lot for this guy to learn and i hope he gets it but right now like maggie said it's just dry toast like there's nothing here um yeah yeah that's basically megan in a nutshell i don't before we end off though people have been going kind of crazy about it and that's weird they have been have you seen the SNL sketch? No. Making fun of me. Oh, they made a SNL sketch. They already? did already. Yeah. Wow, <clears throat> that's quick. Um, it was like a couple weeks ago, I think that that it was on. The, I think it was on the episode that had um. Oh, what's her name? She was in. She was in Parks and Rec. I can't think of her name. Oh, uh, oh, what's what's her name? Amy. No, mm, not her. No. The oh, uh, Audrey, oh Audrey, Audrey Plaza, Plaza. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love her. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah. I think it was on the episode with Audrey Plaza that they had a Megan sketch. Okay, where <laughs> it's like Megan in like a gay club, <laughs> and no. she's like dancing and everything. But it, it it does seem that the general audience are liking this film though, so it it, it seems to be doing well. But uh, yeah, well, uh, critically masochistic will not uh, will not be a part of this episode. Uh, so be sure to tune in next time for uh, our conclusion on what was it we watched again? Dementor. Oh right, that was my movie. Dementor. I completely yeah. forgot. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, be, be sure to stay tuned for that. Um, you can, uh, if you have any questions to us, you can find us on, uh, you can relay them to us on our Gmail account, which is criticallyoptimisticpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to get in touch with us, you can also contact us on Twitter, uh, which is criticallyopti2. And for our previous episodes, you can find them on anywhere where they host podcasts. That is uh, Spotify, Google, iTunes, and uh, Amazon Music. Uh, 